0: is it wild if i do a podcast with the rain in the background that's what the fuck we doing welcome back ladies and gentlemen brand new episode nothing important podcast how the fuck is everybody's nuts hanging it's been an extremely long day for me but um apparently i'm homeless and it's raining a lot Uh, what it actually is is i don't want anybody else to fucking hear me record my daughter in particular She's sleeping, and um, I'm exhausted, but, I mean, that's part of it. That's part of it, man. Anybody got kids? You know what I mean? You know what the fuck is going on, man? Today was incredible Uh, for many different reasons. I'll talk firstly about a great passion of mine. Basketball. And um, there's a lot of... That was a dumb game but um, there's a lot of trades that went on today that were incredible i actually watched kyrie irvin debut as a dallas maverick scored 24 points great number great game it was a win it looks like he's gonna mesh seamlessly with this team he looks happy he looks content the team looks excited they're gonna be a problem in the goddamn west if that is not enough to mix up the western conference ladies and gentlemen my Lakers, the, the, the LeBron James Lakers, it's not the Los Angeles Lakers, it's the LeBron James Lakers, Rob Polinker. you know, I wish I could kiss the guy on his fucking shoulders, I don't, I don't know him, I never met him, probably would never meet him, Rob Palinka did his goddamn job as a GM, and he made some trades, they got Russell Westbrook out of there, um, Russ, great player, just, you know, something happened when he went to Los Angeles. I know he's from L.A. Maybe that's the issue. But he just, you know, he, he stopped playing like he used to play. Something happened. Um, and I wish the best for him. He's an incredible talent in the NBA. He's a guy I like. Um, but he got traded to the Utah Jazz. It was a three-team trade. And in return, the Lakers got um, some additions As well as the namely additions, uh, D'Angelo Russell, who used to be a Laker and he was traded, I think, in 2017. I think that's a great pickup. I think their team has uh, a greater outlook, in my opinion, to make a run, to get into the playoffs. The Lakers in the playoffs, headed by LeBron James, and I pray a healthy Anthony Davis that is always going to be a top contender. I don't care who they have to play. I don't care if they're the A seed. I just want them to get into the playoffs that is going to make my motherfucking, you know what I'm saying? That's going to make my playoffs, viewing experience, that much greater. You always want to see LeBron compete for a title. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, now we have in the Western Conference, Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving, Tim Hardaway Jr. Wow. You have LeBron James, Anthony Davis, D'Angelo Russell. Wow. Wow. And guess motherfucking what? Just what you when you thought it was safe. You thought it was motherfucking safe using the Western Conference. He was like goddamn, we got all these teams that were already big teams and now they're just looking like fucking behemoths. Holy shit. Guess what? A team that lost the NBA Finals a couple of years ago just added you know, right before the trade deadline, they got busy them got themselves and they just they they created a little addition on their team. Just some, some icing on the cake, you know The Suns, they've not been playing up to their potential this season They have, uh, you know, an older Chris Paul is still Chris Paul I don't care how old he is, it's Chris Paul They have a, an incredible young talent In um, Devin Booker Incredible basketball player You know, sky's the motherfucking limit And they just added onto that team Just, I mean, you might have heard of him before. Motherfucking Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, bitch. Holy shit. (laughs) Holy shit. Holy shit. That's a motherfucking trade right there. Kevin Durant on the Phoenix Suns to play with Chris Paul and Devin Booker. That's crazy. That is crazy because Kevin Durant... Is a natural-born scorer, one that we have not seen the likes of probably ever. There's never been a guy that is that tall, that lanky, that has the ball in the string, and does not fucking miss. It don't matter what time of the game. It seems like his his, his shots just increase. Um. His uh, what is the word I'm looking for? I'm fucking tired, and it's rain in the background. I sound like a crazy person, but his um. Proficiency, his efficiency gets even greater when the fourth quarter, when it, you know, when the clock is running down. This guy's made insane clutch shots. He's easily one of the most unguardable basketball players of all time, and he's gonna have pressure relieved from him because he's gonna be playing with an incredible point guard, Chris Paul, and somebody who can shoot the fucking basketball. And an incredible clip as well in Devin Booker. An amazing score. So that's going to be fucking interesting. I think the NBA just got very motherfucking interesting. Uh, I'm going to be tuning in a lot more. And particularly in the Western Conference. I know the Knicks traded for somebody. Uh, God bless whoever goes to New York. And you're going to have a great time. I think it's this kid Josh Hart. Great basketball player. Uh, The Knicks still not going nowhere. I love the Knicks. I love New York. Uh, The franchise is doomed. But... Western Conference, looking motherfucking crazy, yo. Looking crazy. I was mentioning Kyrie Irving. I even watched the post game, the Dallas post game after they got the win, and he was, you know, discussing this trade. You know, the the Suns trade. He's like, they were asking him. He's like, "You just got here. You just dealt with this. This is the first time of your career, you're dealing with this. Did you hear what your former teammate, uh, alleged best friend, he just got traded to the Suns?" And Kyrie, I imagine, loves Kevin Durant, and they probably have a great relationship. Um, And he was saying all the right things, but I even felt like, fuck, from his voice. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) He was like, God damn it, this niggas on the (laughs) Suns? That's a great spot for KD. You know, just when you thought that Kyrie to the Mavs was like the blockbuster trade of the year, which it really was. Quickly, that is going to be outshined by Kevin Durant to the Suns. If Kevin Durant is healthy and the Suns are healthy, that's a problem. That's a motherfucking problem. The size, the ability to score, the basketball IQ. You know what I'm saying? One through five, their positions is looking pretty motherfucking nice. Pretty motherfucking nice. Kevin Durant, he's not going to have crazy pressure on him. You know? So I, I can't wait to see all that unfold Very exciting Great move by everybody who's taking advantage of the trade deadline Once again, shout out to Rob Palinka For giving the Lakers a shot Truly motherfucking deserved LeBron James In my opinion, the greatest of all time I keep on seeing people go on ESPN Or Bleacher Report Or wherever the fuck people reporting from These debate shows Or, you know, whoever it is And it's all people that have more right to speak on this than myself because they've either played the game or they're they a professional sports broadcaster. So on paper, they have more right to talk on these issues than a guy who's sitting on his bed while there is uh, synthetic rain. You're listening to synthetic rain in the black background. You understand the difference? There's, there's an individual that works for ESPN or whatever fucking multi-billion dollar network. And they get makeup put on them. And they go in front of a camera. And they have all the pressures of doing it. Uh, Live or post game and all those You know what I'm saying? They're way more qualified than me And I'm laying on a mattress uh, With my TV on Very loud Dark screen rain You see the difference? All that being said uh, It's my opinion And they have their opinions And it doesn't matter About qualifications The truth is the motherfucking truth LeBron is the greatest of all time I don't care What anybody has to say, man He's the greatest of all time. He's the greatest of all time. He's played longer. He's played better for longer. He's bigger. He's stronger. He's obviously the greatest scorer because he has the most points in his goddamn career. And guess what? Ladies and gentlemen, he's changed his game three times, been a winner, all different styles of basketball, three different teams, been a winner, all three different franchises that he's played for. He's given them all championships. He's given them all championships. He's still motherfucking going. He's not slowing down. He's also one of the greatest passers of all time. He's one of the greatest basketball minds. He is the greatest basketball player of all time. People are gonna take some time. I think he's gonna have to retire, and we're gonna have to reflect, um, and it's gonna take some time. But I think everybody will come around to the realization that even though the guy that they're really comparing him to is in Michael Jordan, who is incredible. Um, I really think the difference here is that Michael Jordan was the first to be that incredibly great. People would argue Wilt Chamberlain. They would argue Bill Russell. But I think if we're talking about black guys playing against black guys, <laughs> if we're talking about talent versus talent, Mike Jordan played against, you know what I'm saying? Incredible basketball players and was ridiculously talented. I really think, though, the gap in perception when you compare a Michael Jordan and a LeBron James, I think people like Michael's competitive personality more. I think people enjoy Michael Jordan's competitive personality more than LeBron James. LeBron James is a very different individual. LeBron is very open with his brotherhoods, with people that he has competitions Deep competitions, years of, of, of deep competitive, you know what I'm saying? Relationships with, and he still finds a way after the game is done to be a human being to another individual. Michael Jordan was not like that. Michael Jordan is the type of guy who he would do anything to goddamn win. And I understand how some people are attracted to that level of winning mentality more. But if we're just talking about basketball, not personalities, not is he feared, not... Um, you know what I'm saying? These, these superlatives that people enjoy throwing out when they talk about Michael Jordan. Uh, domination. Domination. He embarrassed people. He struck fear in people's hearts. I'm like, okay, uh, Hitler did that. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what are we talking about? What are you talking about? I'm talking about the game of basketball. Yes, Michael Jordan was incredible. He is one of the greatest of all time. I think he's number two. LeBron James is number one. LeBron James is number one If we're talking about What the game Is about What the game of basketball Is about LeBron James Is the greatest to ever do it Three different franchises You gotta think about I think this is the greatest way And I'm fucking Talking about basketball too much And it's raining in the background This is a very strange episode But you're gonna fucking listen anyway Right Think about this You could always Throw in um, doubt because Michael Jordan played for one franchise. He played for the Bulls and he won those, you know what I'm saying, those championships with a coach that won a bunch of championships with Kobe. You know what I'm saying? There are other factors in the legend of Michael Jordan that kind of contribute and can't you can't ignore them. You can't ignore them. But LeBron... You look at his career, there's factors that make it undeniable that it was him that was causing all that goddamn winning. The fact that he had multiple coaches and not one of them you could consider Hall of Fame. Maybe Spolstra, but I think he made Spolstra. No offense to Eric Spolstra. Eric Spolstra, great coach, but the guy was a camera guy, and he worked really hard and became an NBA. You understand what I'm saying? (laughs) You understand what the fuck I'm saying? We're not talking about Pat Riley. We're not talking about... Uh, what is this guy Peyote, the Peyote White Giant hippie? Um, I forget the guy's fucking name. I'm just drawing a blank. Um, he won a championship with the Knicks. He was the coach of the Bulls. He was the coach of the Lakers for all those fucking championships. Phil Jackson, thank you, my fart brain. Um, there are these other factors when you think about the legend of Jordan. That could have contributed to his Quote-unquote domination Where LeBron does not have those luxuries in coaches or teammates He played with all these different fucking teams All these different coaches Three different franchises Chips Domination NBA Finals Up the motherfucking wazoo More games More points More consistency More versatility Better passer Better defender Come on, son. Let's just be fucking honest. Let's just be fucking honest. The teams he played, the teams he fucking played. I would love to see if the if this world is really the matrix and we could just fucking cut and paste different eras into other eras. I would love to see uh the 96 Bulls play that Warriors team that LeBron beat. <laughs> I would love I would love to see that fucking blowout. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would love to see everybody talking Michael Jordan Michael Jordan when Steph Curry's just fucking draining it from the logo 80 times in a row and then fucking flop dancing down the court and fucking Clay Thompson is is hitting 40 and a quarter and then playing chess on the sidelines I'd love to see that shit I'd love to see that shit That that game would be fucking incredible but you know people have their biases they have their opinions I really do think people enjoy the legend of Michael Jordan because of his personality. He was like a super alpha, never showed fear, and people like that shit. Great, he's Superman. Um, LeBron James is the greatest basketball player of all time. Enough said. Anyway, uh, I was watching a game, and I'm I'm not I, I I'm I play ba- I play basketball. You know, it's just like I talk about basketball. I'm not a basketball player It would be embarrassing If I went on the court Where how much I talk shit about basketball And I played a pro I would get fucking embarrassed And probably injured Right? Same thing I talk about basketball on the podcast I'm not a sports broadcaster I'm not a sports journalist Ladies and gentlemen You know, I have many interests I'm a jack of all trades A master of some If that's possible Um, But I'm not a master of basketball I'm not a master at talking sports uh, what I, what I, I have many interests, another interest of mine, while I'm watching the game, I, I started to rekindle this interest that I have, where for entertainment purposes, I enjoy analyzing, overanalyzing the marketing tactics of commercials, and I'm watching this very important game to me, Mavericks playing the Clippers, um, Kyrie Irving debut on the Mavericks, very exciting, and in between the game i I get to enjoy these commercials that i found very interesting it's like you, you i don't watch tv a lot so i have these gaps from when i do watch nationally televised games and you see you know the advertisement that pops up i have these big gaps in what is like hot in the marketing world right and i enjoy going it's like watching bad movies Watching bad movies can be a very enjoyable thing for the simple fact that the critique of it and that, you know, the analyzation of the absurd is comical. And so I do the same thing with these commercials from the aspect like looking at from a marketing standpoint. And I'm watching these commercials and I have like a series of questions that I ask myself as I watch these commercials. Um, Just trying to get in the brains of the people who create the commercial. Because you, you know everybody realizes. Maybe you don't pay attention. But when you're watching a commercial. And it's advertising a product to you. They hire people. To sit in a room. And for hours. Those individuals who are highly educated in psychology. And all the master white man tricks of manipulation. They sit there. And they try to think of the best ways. To sell this product to the viewers. Meaning. Narrow down a demographic that may be watching the basketball game and hit them, hit them in their motherfucking sore spots, press their buttons, trigger these motherfuckers to go buy the product. Right. And so the first question I ask myself when I watch any commercial, I just ask about demographics. And then I ask myself other questions like, you know, how are they catering to that demographic? What are the what techniques are they using to get the psychological triggers? To get that demographic to buy the product, and I was uh, watching a couple commercials. I think it had a common trend that I found hilarious. Uh, food, right? Everybody eats motherfucking food, but there's this interesting. Uh, <laughs> there's this trend I see with like certain chains, namely Chipotle and Chick Fil A, and I want to say Chick Fil A started this. The first time, first time I've seen a commercial like this. Came from Chick-fil-A, and I think Chipotle's biting a little bit, no pun intended. All glory to whoever, you know what I'm saying, perfects this marketing tactic. Chick-fil-A had this commercial come out a while ago where they they have this long couch, really big, comfortable couch, and it's in this uh, room that appears to be made out of nothing but, you know, whiteness. It's just pure white backdrop and a random couch sitting, like, in the nothingness of white. And there's two people sitting on the couch. And on one side of the couch is a Chick fil A employee. And on the other side of the couch is either a customer who appreciates them or like the GM of a Chick fil A store or a couple of Chick fil A restaurants in the neighborhood. Um, <laughs> and they would ask them these questions in the commercial. And they play this real like country bumpkin music in the background. And I feel like it's like deeply patronizing to the Chick fil A <laughs> employee. Because they always pick somebody who sounds like a retard. You know what I'm saying? It always sounds like somebody who's on the fucking spectrum. They're like, the reason I love Chick-fil-A is because of the sauce. And then you have the <laughs> the other person was the GM or the satisfied customers. But like, you know, when I went into Chick-fil-A and Susie Q asked me uh, what sauce I want, I didn't know what sauce I wanted. And Susie decided to read the 98 sauces that they have. On their fucking menu. And that's when I knew Chick-fil-A was about cuss. It's just like this real patronizing tone. With somebody who's obviously mentally apt. uh, Having a conversation. uh, Being filmed. Having a conversation with somebody who's obviously mentally retarded. And works for Chick-fil-A. And I was like, this is mean. But it's great marketing. (laughs) It's great fucking marketing. You know? Because there's evil sons of bitches that enjoy that patronizing tone that the GM or the satisfied customer is just embarrassing, the unknowing uh, schmuck that's sitting on the other side of that couch that works for Chick-fil-A with the retard voice, you know, there's there's a demographic that enjoys that, and there's another demographic that probably is more aligned to the, the retard, you know what I'm saying, they probably think like that dumb person talks that w- works at Chick-fil-A, <laughs> when I... I told them all 96 sauces, and that's Chick fil A, and I love Chick fil A. You know what I'm saying? It's somebody's brain, their internal voice sounds like that. And both of those individuals, even though vastly different their lives may be, they both like Chick fil A. So I was like, great marketing. You get the smart guy and the stupid guy showing up to Chick fil A, um, you know, eating that unhealthy. It was chicken, whatever the fuck, GMO chicken patty, whatever the fuck it is, right? Great marketing. I, I saw a Chipotle commercial, similar energy. It was a little bit more subtle, the patronizing, a little bit more um, felt like uh, <laughs> felt like a creepy LA therapist, a psychologist slash hypnotist uh, talking to an employee. So, just, I mean, I'm just speculating here. I don't know for sure. But it's kind of implied that there was some authoritative figure who is not in the shot. Who's talking to this young lady who's also retarded. She works at Chipotle, but she's equally as retarded as an employee from Chick-fil-A. Maybe they're cousins. You know what I'm saying? And the, the woman at Chick-fil-A, young girl, she's like doing her Chick-fil-A duties while the camera's on her. She's like flipping the carne asada on the grill. And there's this voice that goes on... Um, On the footage, I'm I'm guessing the guy's just like right out of frame interrogating this girl that works at Chick-fil-A who also sounds equally as retarded as the... Excuse me. She works at Chipotle. She sounds equally as retarded as the Chick-fil-A employee. And he's asking her questions. He's like, uh, you know, why do you love Chipotle? She's like, well, when I first started working at Chipotle... uh, No, before I started working at Chipotle, I thought... You know, wow, that guacamole sure looks fresh. And now that I work here, I know it is fresh. And then he just says something like weird fucking subliminal. like, <laughs> Sound like a hypnotic command to this bitch. <laughs> He's like, so you stand for Chipotle. She's like, I stand for Chipotle. I was like, what is going on here? But once again, even though it is subtly patronizing this retarded lady who's an employee at Chipotle, just in the same stylings of exploiting the retardation of the employees at chick-fil-a it's great marketing and i appreciate it uh what is your opinion am i reading too much into this am i crazy maybe both can be true at the same goddamn time um jesus christ i think we're gonna call that a podcast uh because my baby's sleeping and so i have dark screen rain playing in the background and it's making me sleepy if you are continuing listening to the Nothing Important podcast, God bless you. Continue listening. Do me a favor, go on to my Instagram, like the posts, like the reels. Until next time. Bitch.